The history of film is littered with keystone films that change a genre or create a new one. The goal of this show is to explore those movies and the legacy they leave in their wake. Our first submission is the 1993 classic, Groundhog Day. Episode number 10 of Keystone Copycats with Chris and Zach. I, of course, am your host, Zach, and he, of course, is your other host. Christopher. Wow. It's me. We nailed it. Um, guys, this is this is the, the last episode of season one. And if you don't call in right now, it'll be the last episode ever. So don't feel any pressure. Keystone Copycats provides a lot of services. Call <laughs> now with your donation. And you'll get a, a tote bag as your gift. Do we have tote bags? I I just used the last one. Dave, can you get us some new tote bags? I'm going to write Dave's to my on Ohio State uh, Treasurer. Secretary? Our, Secretary, Secretary of State, State of Ohio. <laughs> oh, boy. We just, doing, got, <laughs> we just got back from Columbus. Let's not be coy. We live let's, in Cincinnati. Let's, let's say what happened. And we went out there so I could hand off... A le- the oh, letter. That's definitely not why we went. That's there. why I went. I tricked you into it. So I went out there to become an LLC company, and I wanted to hand over the stamped mail <laughs> to, <laughs> oh, to by the, the way, Ohio Secretary um, of State, and I didn't get to meet him, and I was bummed. Your other, um, your other envelope was still in my jacket, and I dropped it in the mailbox. Oh, sweet! That yeah, works out. I'm then. a good friend. Well, thanks, yeah, buddy. That's what I do. Um, yeah, I I took a week off work just a vacation time that I had just because um, my life is stressful and I wanted some time to have fun. And one of the days I was like, me and my wife were going to drive up to Columbus and eat at a restaurant that we enjoy and just have like a nice time. And then she was like, oh, the only day I can do it is Thursday. And I was like, oh, cool. Like we'll do it Thursday then. And then on like Monday or Tuesday, she's like, yeah, I can't do it Thursday. I've got a meeting that I can't So he move. called his and other like, wife right. and I was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Well, and that is what I said. I said, I'll just bring my other wife. And she's like. And here we are. Yeah. Yeah. And here we are. So we had a good time. We did a lot of driving today. And um, we did a lot of talking to each other today. Really, like, broke it down and just had a heart to heart. I mean, I'm glad you felt Rode that way. Rode some scooters. Yeah. One of us enjoyed it. The other did not. Yeah, one of us um, doesn't get it. And the other has fun. Yeah. Um. So today we're doing the map of tiny perfect things, which uh, is from twenty twenty one, the brand spanking new movie that's on Amazon Prime, and I suggest you go watch it yeah. because spoiler, it's a good fucking movie. It's really fun. Uh, directed by Ian Samuels, written by Lev Grossman, yeah, which is something you know I didn't know it was a short story. So. I didn't either. And when I, so uh, my my sister recommended this movie. She said, "Hey, are you going to do this movie?" And I was like, "Oh, I haven't heard about it yet because it just came out." And we uh, I looked it up, and it's a based on the short story by Lev Grossman. And I was like, 
oh, I really like him. And I we tried, definitely should do this. I tried to look up the short story uh, the year, and all I could find is this movie. So I wonder if it was just back to back, or at least pretty close. Well, no, because I wonder. I bet. I bet it's something that was like published in like it's a short story. I don't think he has a book of short stories. So I bet it's something that was published in like okay. a magazine. Okay. So yeah. So yeah, I don't think he has a short story release. book. Okay. Um, well, anyway, I'm going to read off what I, uh, I was lazy this time and I realized I'm going to, I'm going to be lazy every time from here on out in the second season. And instead of me trying to get my summary, which is normally just confused cause I'm a confused man. Um, I'm just going to read off whatever, <laughs> whatever the little synopsis is in the beginning. Yeah. And that and means this, I won't interrupt your yeah. summary <laughs> because it's, and this, this concise. is what Amazon prime told me to tell you that it was quick witted teen. Mark is content. Contently living the same day in an endless loop when his world is turned upside down by the mysterious Margaret Ampersand. Ampersand? Dot, dot, dot. Well, that's that's ellipsis. Oh, fuck. Then Ampersand is up. the and symbol. Would you, I mean, I know you can cut that out, but will you cut that out? I mean, if you really need me to. I no, guess I, I mean, I it's not that big of a deal. But this is a fun I, back we and saw forth that we're re- having now. We saw that restaurant earlier, and I yeah, that's we did. what it was. No, that's and, ellipsis. And now I look stupid on top of something that I did that was stupid. I mean, it's which not was, like you said interrobang or something. That's what I meant. That's which what is, I was thinking. Which is the question mark, man, exclamation point From combo. No, that's Forever? the Riddler. Uh, I'm sorry, the Diddler. In Captain Kill? <laughs> the Diddler's behind bars. We talked about him on the way here. He used to talk about Subway a lot. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Now it's full circle, my friend. Now it's full So circle. I'm going to give everyone a peek behind the curtain, and I really liked uh, I really liked your little synopsis. We tried to record this last night, and there was very loud bands playing in all of the rooms surrounding us. Not just one. It, we were bombarded by loud we, jam band music. We kept pausing, laughing, going, we'll be right back, we'll be right back. And yeah. after the fourth time, we're like, fuck it, we're we done. We recorded for 35 minutes, and I think all of it probably has drums in it. And there was some good stuff in there, I think, but No, whatever. not the music. No, no. Oh. <laughs> no, not the music. It was bad so, jam band um, music. Yeah, so we're uh, we're getting into it. We'll <laughs> I forget why I was giving a peek behind the curtain. Um, because we were talking about coming full circle with Jared the Diddler from Subway. Oh, I don't know how you were going to connect. No, I don't two. remember. Um, <laughs> but so this is our second attempt at recording this episode. Because um, you felt diddled from the other room. That's probably yeah. What it they was. diddled me with their terrible music. Yeah, and they full circled you. Uh, they full. They gave me the full circle, which okay. is a diddler move. Um, <laughs> in case you didn't know that, God damn. Because I just made it up. Um, you know what's funny though is last night I like preemptively like Bluetooth connected my phone to the board and I was like, you know, it'd be cool is if someone just happened to call me and I just like put them on and we talked to like, I thought that I was like, maybe I'll just connect just in case. I don't know why I thought that or why. Are you trying to get me to text someone right now? (laughs) No, I'm really not. I'm not. But I thought that was funny. Like I just looked at the board and the Bluetooth light was still on and I was like, huh? Yeah, I did that last night. Why did I think that somebody was going to call? That was dumb. We were just praying um, to break us away from that jam band. Yeah. So, so, uh, so oh, oh, wait, I'm sorry. Go on. Uh, no, that wasn't it. Never mind. Continue. Uh, Weed Road feels like a bad sign. That's That was my first note about the movie. Yeah, it says Weed, Weed Road Productions or whatever. Yeah. So I noticed that I was going to go past it, but you, had, you brought it up last night. about yes, how I did. It says Weed Road, and my response 
to that was a uh, was trying to shun you and talk about Film Nation Entertainment when that you know after they're like Amazon Prime Movie and Film Nation Entertainment production thing yeah. the little commercial whatever that ten second spot before the movie starts it comes up and it sounds like a tinkering kind of like piano esque and I kept thinking it sounded like Panic at the Disco that song like What a beautiful day for a wedding like <laughs> I'm dun, having dun, like dun, yeah. dun, dun, dun. <laughs> You know, yeah, and, and last night we we talked about how much I hate Panic at the Disco and how awful they are. Because you know, whenever you're based off another really good band, yeah, you know, when yeah. you're a cover band of them, how could you go wrong? Zach? But like, as you were making that point, I thought I heard like a drum, and I was like, "Oh right my now? god!" I, I thought I heard something, but I don't think I did. It probably sounded similar to me going. I think you might have like done like kicked the stool. I think you did. I think I chimed in. <laughs> Haven't you ever heard of closing the goddamn door? No. <laughs> I hate nah, that like band. Uh, yeah, but I had this like burst of like PTSD trauma of like, oh shit, a fucking mm. band is about to start playing and I'm going to lose my mind. Because we came down here earlier in the day in the hopes that we would Finish miss out this. on any of that. Um, so the the teen Mark, he's about 17, 18. He's, he's in summer. He's in the first couple days of summer school. And much like Palm Springs... You, when you first see him coming down for breakfast, he's kind of calling the shots as, and you can tell he's mid, he's midway through a time loop. So much like Palm Springs, yeah. he's, he's, you know, catching the toast before it pops, kind of like finishing, uh, his, his, his sister's sandwiches. His sister calling him a loser. Yeah. And then just various things where he's going around town, just kind of catching things before they happen. Like, you yeah. know, like, like backs a guy up for a bird poops on his head. Yeah, that's actually, and, that's the writer, Lev Grossman. And you know what we didn't bird talk about guy. last night? Is that he jumps in the back of that truck, like Back to the Future. Yeah. And the dude doesn't notice, but he doesn't like wave at him like he knows he's cool. If someone jumped in the back of my pickup truck, I would slam on the brakes. I wouldn't make a big scene, but I would just stop and go like, no, get the fuck off. Like, that's this is so unsafe and I don't know who you are. But also, who drives around with the tailgate of their pickup down? I have a pickup truck, so no, I, I don't know. know that's what I'm saying. Anything. Like you don't, you don't do that. I've done it. Sure, I've, dri- I've sure. driven with my van doors open though, <laughs> so I don't really know what to say right now. But anyway, no, that part was distracting. And then I'm going to go back into this. At one point, he does carry like the pincher tongs, like they would use on like a, a grill kind yeah. of thing, and he has them in his pants. And though he like helps a woman who is like whose dress is kind of stuck up on her purse, so he like grabs them and pulls them down. Only my thing was, I knew it was going to happen. I knew he was going to use this for something, but I was really hoping it was just a new trend. And I think we could start a new trend where you just carry those, you know, those clickers. The hot I mean, dog tongs. we're smart. Like, we could do that. Well, between the two of us, we have two brains. Between the two of us, we have the intellect of one smart person. Or a big dog. A big dog. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I also, I also made the note, like, that... Mark's first day, air quotes, like, is not a first day. So he's been obviously doing this for a while, which I always think that's really interesting because, like, I don't need the, like, you know, I'm, I'm going to mention the name of a trope, but we're not going to get into the tropes until the end on this one uh, because of how you you uh, handle the tropes, which is fine. Uh, but Yeah, like, this this week we're, we're doing the tropes at the end again because I do, I like that, and I think it works. So. We're trying it. We'll this, see. this time we're trying it out um, again. But, like... I don't need I don't need second day uncertainty for this for a time loop movie to work. I don't need it. I'm not and like and so like the whole thing of it is like coming in like 
in media res is like cool like that's that works so we see it and it's just like and and we've talked about this before and it's weird that we're talking about it again in this particular movie but it's like it follows because it follows is not anywhere close to a, st- a complete story you know it's just and that's how me, me and you or you and i sorry you and i like to write yeah yeah it comes in in the middle and it ends i love in when, the middle. i love when things are ambiguous i don't Nothing i don't need the background like, there's to no, figure out that there's it's Batman. no resolution at the end you ba- know and, and that's not can, this movie but that's it follows you know batman can just be it's okay he can just be part of sure. his world you don't need to figure out how he got there we all know we can we make know. assumptions exactly i don't ever need to see you know uh Oh man, I can't remember his fucking dad's name. Thomas Wayne? Thomas. I was gonna say Tom, and I was like, it's not Tom. But I don't ever need to see Thomas and Martha Wayne getting shot again. Like I'm it's, good. It's a known story. I've seen and it that's, enough times. That's why done I well like enough for for a whole you know the last couple of decades of just backstories behind superhero movies. And don't get me wrong, I'm not kicking kicking at Marvel because Marvel's been doing great. Um, I like how they reintroduced because I've relaunched Spider Man a couple of times. I love the new Spider Man, the Tom Holland one, because he's, he's just there. He's just fucking there. Well, and he showed up not even in his own movie. That's, that, that, he yeah. showed up in Captain America. Like, Correct. That's how they introduced him, which was even in Homecoming. It's just, no, he's kind of just already developed. Cause we, yeah, because we've already seen him in, what, one movie? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, he was in Civil War. He was in one before that. That was it. But I, I couldn't remember if it was that or that and it's, it's Avengers, Civil War because, but it's not. It's, it's Civil War because of the, the, the airline. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. So anyway, let's get back to this movie yeah. where there's... Um, Mark and he's played by I'm sorry, yeah, sorry. Kyle, Kyle Allen, Allen plays Mark, <laughs> and he is 100 percent a uh, I said Waldberg like that's not that's not the same name <laughs> that's our friend yeah um, Wahlberg he's a he's a Marky Mark he <laughs> looks like he's a Wahlberg see I don't think he is and I yeah did you, you know he's, he, his his facial features like his his facial construct his bone structure looks like he did could you ever be watch the TV Mark. show Psych I didn't have cable yeah. Because he looks like a guy who was on that show. I didn't have cable till I was 31 years old. I've had cable one time in my life, and it was like three years ago, and we got rid of it almost immediately. I was say, was it at my house? Yeah, we never watched it. it no, we got stupid. rid of it almost immediately. Because it was stupid. We didn't want to keep paying for it, because it was like, we pay for Netflix. We pay for, you know, HBO Max. Like, it's, why do we want this? So we can watch commercials and, like, turn on a rerun of King of Queens or fucking how I met your mother. Like that's what it was, you know, or actually the one thing that we did get out of it is we ended up watching like American Ninja warrior, like for, I don't know, a couple weeks in a row, we would like come home. I'd pick up Oliver after school, come home and it would be like Friday night. And we ended up watching American Ninja warrior, which was so much fun. Yeah. But that's worthy. We also watched. Yeah. That, that show is great. Um, Oh, what? No, I was just getting a phone call. But and I, I was going to announce, from... I, I assumed it was Travis, and I was going to say on the air that, uh, hey, Travis, I just didn't answer your fucking phone call. <laughs> it so it's not as funny. No. So this is the first movie where we get the first-person shooter video game yeah. where they're talking about time loops. And, you know, his friend Henry, who's the gamer, who he kind of comes and treats as like a therapist, he comes in. And instead of like saying, I'm in a time loop, you can tell he's done this multiple times, where he just comes in and yeah. starts talking about time loops as a theory. And you can see that the Mark character is very positive. He's very optimistic, even though Henry's playing the game kind of distracted. And he's saying, like, oh, you know, like, like, oh, that would suck. I would just go after a girl. And Mark's like, oh, but you could be, like, the king of your own world. And that's what we joke around saying it's like a therapist because he can tell he's kind of testing the water, like, like trying to get some kind of positive response to kind of convince himself that this is not terrible. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because he, he's trying he, to talk himself into it for the, sure. The one thing about Mark's character is that he he never they they never really show that he's flawed. He only gets better and gets less selfless. But as we see his character, he's a really nice guy. He he's trying. Nice he's still in that phase of uh, trying to help everyone all the time, What's trying funny, to do though, nice things. Um, is that like you're right? He is a nice guy, except that like we see we see those. He's not like an unrealistically nice guy. He's like um, he's still kind of a dick to his little sister. Like haha, whatever. You know, like they have that little back and forth, and he's not like he's and he blows still, off like, his dad about the big big talk about yeah. what you can do with your and life. He's, so yeah, he's not perfect, he's still, but he's still like a teenager, which is it feels real, but he's like a good real person, you know. Mm. Um, and we talk about how he goes after Phoebe at the pool. Like, he keeps reliving the day where he's trying to meet the girl. Which, yeah. once again, it never seems like he's out there. Like, he doesn't do a Bill Murray where he's just trying to have sex with her. It seems like he just wants companionship from somebody he doesn't know, even though if it's just, if it's just temporary. Like, he's also 17. He's just trying to hit on a yeah, girl. exactly. And he's doing it kind of a charming way a way where he saves her. Like she gets hit in the He's like, trying to create a meat cute by like helping <laughs> yeah. her. He gets, she gets hit in the face with a beach, which we'll get into this. She he gets hit, uh, she gets hit in the face with a beach ball and falls backwards into the pool and he like stops the ball. That's his whole thing is that he stops the ball and then they talk. And I think he, the best one was like she actually gets hit and he grabs her hand and stops yeah, her well, from falling into the pool. That's that, the best that's one. That's what he's trying to do and then he walks her home and, and he keeps trying to like, oh do you want to hang out? It was very bit? it was very it, like awkward and overt it, when he was like you want to hang out later like get dinner and, or something like, it's well, yeah, but so then weird. he kind of scolds himself on the you know on yeah. when he leaves he's like ah damn that didn't work and once again you never kind of get in the, it ex, it's explained later with uh with uh margaret character but hearing this you're like well he's a 17 year old boy of course he's trying to fucking get get laid but later you see that he's not he's i, I think he, he really is connection he genuinely is just trying to flirt just for yeah. flirting sake yeah um i like in this movie that it's um then it actually resets at midnight. It's like yeah. there's a time countdown to it. It resets at midnight. It's not when you die, when you fall asleep, whatever. It's so, midnight, so, no matter what. So what? So <laughs> anyway, let, let's go back to the the beach ball. If a beach ball hit you in the nose, would you fall backwards like it, you got hit with a ton of bricks? Like as if you got hit with a rock and it knocked you unconscious and fall backwards like a plank? It depends. It depends on like if I'm walking with intention, if I'm in the middle of a step. It, it She turns around and just gets pelted and it's like she gets like her eyes might as well go cross the way she falls backwards. How it, it like so here's the thing. She reacts and falls into the pool like she just got drilled in the face with a dodgeball. Yeah. Like yeah, that's a good. That's a good. Analogy. That's what it looks like. And I was gonna say like you could use something else, but I couldn't find anything, so I just said jam box like a boom. Box. <laughs> and I was like, well, what else would you have at the pool? Like you're partying with a boom box, and I'm like, wait, those aren't even a thing anymore. No, and it's like a Bluetooth a, speaker. But if you got hit with a boom box, you would fall into the pool. I would, but and bleed a um, lot. So I think you um, and your shark fodder. Well, my, yeah, and my thought, when you said, like, throw something else, I thought, like, a mattress would do it. Yeah, because it would just weigh down and sink you. And then it's we just got, so big and last heavy. Last night, we got into the discussion of how many beach balls would it take to put under a mattress to make a raft. Right, and I said, if it's not wet, I think eight. Yeah, there's If a it lot. is wet, I don't what know. What size, Matt? Is it a twin? We'll call, we, we can say it's a twin, sure. I just want to build a raft now. Yeah. I got a milk jug. Yeah. Like that episode of King of the Hill where they build a raft with the old, like, uh, the big, like, Water cooler jugs. I'm almost positive that if females across the world just died, men are just going to have so much fun. <laughs> huh. We're all just going to just do everything that we were doing when we were eight. 
Just go like like overnight go right back to it. I mean with our sons. In the comedic world of uh, <laughs> this No, I happening, didn't mean yes, gen- I didn't absolutely. mean sex is it sexicide when you kill off a half a <laughs> gender side. Gender uh, side. There's a yeah, there's a I great yeah. comic book called Why the Last Man where all Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mammals with a Y chromosome die, except for this one guy I'm and his monkey. I'm not saying I and want all it as a you ladies side. to die. I'm just saying that we might have a great time if you did. That's all. I think I don't know how you're going to take that. You take think, it as you need to. I think if they all left for like six months, we'd have a blast. Well, I guess I did jump to to, to sex, all dead. sex aside. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think if they all left for like six months, we would have a blast. And then in like the week before we they came back, so we'd much be trouble. Like, Fuck, we gotta yeah. clean this it's shit. The, up. It's the take the chicken out of the freezer real fast and put it in the microwave. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of those rush and act like we oh, didn't do fuck. all the stuff that we did. Yeah, we we fucked it up. We fucked up the earth basically. Yeah. So anyway, which is humanity so overall, Mar- you know. So so Margaret shows up. But one of the times where he goes to save Phoebe from the beach ball, Margaret just shows up and and she swats stops the beach swats ball. the swats the ball away. And my first response was that shit was nowhere near her face. The continuity <laughs> was so bad that it was like aimed at her chest or belly. And I'm like, you couldn't have got a better take on that. Like that was so that was so important because <laughs> that breaks it breaks the the time loop. In Mark's eyes that, okay, there's a new character. And once again, yeah. going back into it, if it's not me and you who've been watching time loop movies, do you think the casual audience would have caught how important that was that someone else came in and caught that ball? I think they would only because we saw him trying to do that four times, five times already. We saw, we saw the repeated him trying to do that, and we never saw another person step in there. So we know the repetific- there isn't another person. The repetification. The repetition, yes. That's no different than what I said. Play right. it back. Play Same it back. Thing. Turn on your Bluetooth and play okay, it back. Okay, here, here I'm To the new caller. <laughs> Repetification. See? Zach said. See? See? <laughs> See? Was, you got to admit that was a pretty good uh, impression of you. <laughs> you got to admit that was a pretty good rewind sound. <laughs> Fuck. Might as well did the laser beams at this point. Pew, pew. Pew. Okay, so my other... <laughs> comic going back is when he meets Margaret. Um, he's obviously encapsulated by her. He's uh, he's he's very intrigued on what just happened and why. Number one, because he likes her, and two, because obviously someone else is in his loop. But the most distracting part of this is when a young kid with a mullet, <laughs> cut off shorts, and high top shoes walks by her strutting, and I'm like, that's the best fucking extra in the world. I mean, I know <laughs> Independence Day has that great extra where he salutes after the speech, but I'm like, this is a close one because that <laughs> mullet kid, I'm like, who the fuck got him in there, and how did no one catch who he, what he was up to? So you, <laughs> so you mentioned that after uh, we watched it, and I forgot to go back and look because I, I didn't catch oh, that he's, kid. He's, and I like, to he's see got him. no shirt. He just um, chests out. <laughs> And he's only 14, so you know that's the worst <laughs> kind of person. Um, I did mention uh, yesterday uh, th- that scene reminded me a lot of Fight Club. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, when Margaret shows up, it's like Mark thinks that he has, uh, like, figured everything out. And, like, Ed Norton at his, like, support groups where he's, like, figured out the, this is what I need to help me sleep and do all that. But, like, he's, like you know, thought he figured the whole world out. And then she shows up like Mark, uh, Marla Singer and is like, 
you know, disrupts everything for him and throws his life it's, into chaos. I fucking get it now. I get what you're saying yeah. because the kid with the mullet walks out with the confidence of meatloaf in that whole movie yeah. with yeah. his big boobs. Yeah. And that's comparable. Oh, you know what? I did notice because the kid had big boobs and a, like a tear-stained oh, face print on was his shirt. Because he was, it was juicing on horse tranks or whatever the fuck was happening in that movie. Horse tranks. Remember he said something about like, he said they use it on racehorses when he's talking about injecting um, uh, the steroids. Yeah, steroids, goes, yeah. They use it on racehorses for Christ's sake. <laughs> Gotta admit, that's a pretty good meatloaf impression. <laughs> God, you're a ridiculous human. So back to the video game part because he he he's telling his 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 gamer friend Henry about Margaret, and so Henry goes, "Oh, what does she look like?" And he goes, "Oh, I don't know, kind of like frizzy hair, taller, uh, kind of a big nose, not too big." And he goes, "Oh, not conventionally pretty." And I just had the yeah. biggest problem with that because number one, if they wrote this for a different person. Uh, uh, I forget the actress's name that plays Margaret. She's gorgeous. She's a gorgeous person. But also, what's Catherine wrong Newton. with... She's not that tall, but what's wrong with frizzy hair and even a slightly bigger nose? Like, yeah. I don't... Like, that wasn't enough for him to go, oh, so she's not conventionally pretty. Yeah, yeah. I think she looks like... And I made a note of it. I think she looks like Virginia Madsen, who is gorgeous, mm. uh, objectively. Um, but I do like... Um, the, when, they're, when they're talking about pie, because we did talk about pie. We did talk about pie. We'll get into pie, I think. Yeah. Uh, but I do like, I like Henry as like, I think he's one of the best uh, audience perspective characters. He he's is fun be, and unique. We t- uh, yeah, I, I, it's like, it's like being in the fourth, it's like playing around the fourth wall. Yeah. Where Henry's kind of there. It's almost like, what, what does it call when someone just stops to, the na- like, like a narrator I guess it would be kind of like a narrator. I mean, it's like, 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 in Shaw, like in Shawshank Redemption. Oh, the voiceover? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's kind of what he's playing. And then they almost do a fourth wall break when when the, when the joke comes, when he's like, what if this is like pie where it's infinite? And then his buddy Henry goes, there could be infinite ways for you to not get laid. And I, I did laugh <laughs> at that. But Mark does that uh, does that thing where he almost, he looks slight past the camera and then drinks his Skittles and falls on the back. Like he almost <laughs> breaks the fourth wall. And I liked it because they're, they're t- every time they have their sequence, they, they tip, they tiptoe around. They play with it really well. So this movie has a, uh, uh, a grasping atmosphere, I guess, or a various atmosphere. Yeah, for sure. Um, so did you notice, and this is, uh, oh, you know what? No, let's I, do your pie thing. I like your I was pie. Say, we uh, should touch on your pie. Thesis. Um, so my thought, when they yeah, antithesis. Uh, That's what I said when they um when they mentioned pie, it kind of bumped me a little bit because they were like, oh, it's like pie because there's infinite possibilities or whatever. But I thought like comparing a time loop, a thing that repeats every sixteen hours, to pie, a number that famously never repeats, was a really interesting way to do that. You know, and I didn't think of it as like, well, it never repeats because there are endless possibilities. But I thought of it as like, well, it's constantly looping. So you could repeat every single day exactly the same if you wanted to. I don't know. I thought it was interesting. I thought it was yeah, interesting. This, I, I, and the funniest part is is like I remember exactly how I felt last night because I found myself zoning off going, I don't want to think about this. I really don't want to think <laughs> about this. And I think last night I, I shouted, I fucking hate time loops. I don't want to think yeah. about time yeah. or anything stressful, <laughs> which is this is the 10th episode. I'm so happy. 
And I hope we never do time loops again. No, we will, but not a full season. But I don't. I mentioned this. We'll, I, we I, will, I but not a full season. I just don't want you to talk about it right now. I want you to surprise me with it. This is going to be like when I tease this you. Is, this is this is like <laughs> saying, "Hey, I'm going to kill you," and I'm like, "That's fine. Just don't let me." No, know. this is. And you're like, "No, I'm going to show you the gun, though." For this a while. is going to be like when I teased you about how we were going to uh, do Happy Death Day to you, and I kept threatening it, and then you watched it and you loved it. So, like, you know, it'll be fine. Um, so let me ask you this: Did you catch when? When she gives him her number, did you look at the phone number? No, it was a 555-something. No, it was an 859 number. Was it really? Are they in northern Kentucky? Uh, the way that they, they were all dressed with those hats? I have yeah, no idea. I, I was like, so. I the saw way it, that I was mullet like, kid marched out? And oh, I looked yeah. it up to see like where it was set, and it didn't say. It said it was shot no. in like Alabama, I think. But uh, Okay, I feel like they said something about California, but I, that might be making that up. I don't know. No, I think they said something about California when they said, like, if we went far enough, like, oh, on a you're plane right. No, you're right. California. You're right. You're right. But it could be Kentucky because they could get to the airport. I mean, CVG. You know what? They do show the air, the, the, the plane, the track, the plane shot over, overseas, but I want to say that's just over Japan. Yeah. Yeah. So I can't remember if they, if they show where it launches. Or I don't not. think Either so. Or. We should look. But, but yeah, I saw she had an 859 number and I was like, hey, that's we fun. We know what that is. So I wonder if there's like, I kind of want to look up like trivia, see if that number belonged to anybody. And that's why they like put it in. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought it was interesting. Like, so that's the area code of not us, but of like the people across the river from us in so Kentucky. Multiple times and for various situations, he drives a CAT, like a cat, like a, like a, yeah. a steamroller, uh, he- basically like doing heavy equipment, like a front loader, an excavator, uh, track hoe. Right. And, uh, you know, it's for different purposes, but I'm like, you know what's really smart about that? It's like heavy equipment operators make a lot of money. I'm like, that's pretty smart that he's training himself <laughs> in this time loop where he can get a lot of experience and there's a really impressive foreman if he ever wanted to make some decent money being a grunt. Yeah, and what's what's I think another thing that's interesting is like he really does like – almost for no real reason, like, learn all of these skills. Like, he learns yeah, to he play le- the he tuba. Yeah, he starts playing he the tuba. He's, yeah, he's, he's, like, he's obviously in art school, but he's not very good, so he's sketching, and people notice that he's getting better and better. And, a, and as you see his sketches later, you're like, oh, no, he's improving. There is a very funny scene towards the end that uh, doesn't give anything away, but that he... Uh, tries to ollie some stairs on a skateboard. Yeah, I knew that buildup was going to not well, I work. Didn't know. I was like, oh, man, I wonder if he's going to... No. And he just straight up falls and it is very funny <laughs> i will say back to palm springs being that the this this century's groundhog day like it just took over this is now comparable to palm, palm springs for sure you can tell that mark has lived this day many many times like how yeah. we talk about how andy samberg character you have no idea you know it's been a lot but you have no idea and this is at remember. least hundreds of times that he's lived yeah. this day so it's he's been around for a while but no i will say i was not tricked on the skateboard when i'm like no this is going to be a joke where he doesn't land it yeah. Um, so also you mean the skate rats, as they call them? Yeah, I didn't so like weird. that. I didn't like that. Why um, do they call them skate rats? Because, oh, <laughs> something stupid. Uh, because they're not good at the one thing they like, and you're like, okay. No, shitty. it was it was it was the one thing they all have in common, or the two things they all have in common is they like love skateboarding, and they're all terrible at it. Yeah, which like, I was like, oh, right, okay. Like that, I mean, they're trying. Which, like, I guess, kind of you know, hits a little close to home because like we grew yeah. up like. 
And they were looking. They were looking at their, their, being their, friends their, with skateboarders, like. And they were doing their special, trying to find special tiny things, like just like cool well, little little moments, like a like when the bird catches a fish out of the water. Yeah. And he's like, "No, here's a cool moment." And like this girl with the, like, this younger girl with a ponytail comes out with their knee pads, and, and they're all not wearing. And they're like, "Oh no way!" And she does like a kick flip. Or yeah, whatever. she kick flips, and it's oh, like an eight oh, stair. That's a big oh, step. Over man. Yeah, like six or eight steps, and they're all like, "Oh, this is cool." So it's not even like, "Oh, they're skate rats because they suck," and they were like, "Boo, get out of here." They're no, like, they, they accept. They were like, "No, they're like." Yeah, that's awesome. That so you're like, okay, there's no precedent for us to hate them at all. Like no, they, they, no, not at all. Yeah, they, they misjudged her and then they learned a lesson. So <laughs> yeah, don't, they were kind of shitty at first. I didn't um, get the name. She like the whole the whole movie, and maybe you felt differently. You were made to not really like Margaret. Like she's made to come off as super selfish. And we'll say in the a way, we'll yeah, say in a way. Um, yeah, I, I didn't and, like and mysterious. her. Um, I didn't like her, and I was even thinking like how much I don't want these two to end up together. So I will say this, and this is one. This is a thing that I noticed is that like my favorite of the non Groundhog Day movies have all had multiple people in the loop. So like it alleviates like the loneliness of the time loop and helps the other character keep like some hope alive. You know they have somebody else who understands they what they're named, going through. They they do a move. They're like welcome to Jurassic Park in this by going. You mean isolation? Names, yeah. names our trope. They named hard. our trope, and and you know we'll get to that. Very later. comparable to name dropping a movie like Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You heard it, and I was like, oh, they said that isolation. <laughs> they said isolation. We talk about that. Um, That's number four. So she dressed, she's not wearing an abundant amount of makeup. No. But I do notice that if you were living the same day over and over, would you put on that much mascara and lipstick every fucking day? I think it depends. Well, but but I don't think that's like an unusual thing. I think like for that's her just, character, it is. Because she doesn't, so. she because she's kind of given up. Because no, look how she's dressed. She is d- dressed down every fucking day. She dresses in weird ways. Like she just tries different stuff. But she's been going through this just as long as him. But like, it's not that. That's what I'm saying. But she spends the time to get all dull. No, but up. I think that was part of her daily routine prior to that. So She's I think there's part of that. Boots some days with workout jeans or workout pants. I mean, Remember, because he goes, "What was, like what was she wearing?" He goes, "Cowboy boots." Yeah. Remember, so her, like she's no, but I mean, I think care. the makeup is like part, just part of your like wake up and do it's your routine. The, it's the only thing about her that's the exact same every day, and I wonder if that was a an accident. By the I think crew. that's. I think it would be more time to go out of her way to do something differently there. Maybe I don't she know. leaves it on every single... Maybe she wakes up with it from the night before and she already oh, has maybe, it Oh, maybe, yeah. I never thought of that till yeah. right now. I fucking hate time loops. I, God, I, I don't like, like him to think. Um, <laughs> uh, did, you catch, did you catch another Sisyphus reference? Is our third one? I'm still looking into how, how to spell it to go on. Uh, S-I-S-Y-P-H-U-S. I'm not going to remember uh, that. Sisyphus. Um, the second day he hangs out with Margaret, he's drawing Sisyphus. Oh yeah, I did. The, Which the is pushing like, up the stone. Yep, because they make a reference. At pushing the boulder up. Yeah, it's interesting. No, no, like, so who makes the reference? I forget. I forget. Well, I didn't. I didn't write it down. Someone does, I believe. But yeah, yeah. Um, also, they mentioned two other time loop movies that we already did, which is Groundhog Day and Edge of Tomorrow, which I thought yeah, was very fun. Yeah, but it's the wrong quote for Edge of Tomorrow, which I yeah. did enjoy. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Um, um, so here's one important thing: they haven't fucking died. Unlike no. ev- unlike every other movie, they do not die. Oh, I'm sorry. Besides Fifty First Dates. Well, I think, but I think part of that is that, but you know, we died inside no. for Fifty First Dates. Uh, but I think part of that is that they're like, <laughs> they're 17 years old. Like yeah. they don't have that like adult darkness inside of she, them. Of she, like, she just, I know, but I would, I didn't think about that because you think after like a hundred so days, an accident would happen, and he even toys with it. Yeah. At the end of the day, he sits on the roof and waits for the rain to occur, which is important at the end. 
but he run he times at the last three seconds yeah. and he runs and does a swan dive, but obviously he van you know the day yeah. starts before he hits. But I'm like, that's ballsy. That's as close as it gets to like a suicidal moment. Yeah. Well, and, and I but thought he, that, he's, and he's being more playful too. He's just yeah. He's he's it. just fucking around. Yeah. Uh, and I thought the effect they did to transition to like back into the start of the day, I thought that was really cool. It yeah, reminded me of source code, but not as like janky looking. Yeah, you know. Um, the the effect on it was what do I want to say? It was cart. It was like intentionally cartoonish, but it's almost like uh, the the ground becomes liquid and like sucks up like and then and then it kind of reverses and you see like the yeah. moments, some of the moments from the day. It's cool. I liked it. I thought it worked. I thought it was effective. Yeah. Um, that's good. What else do we got? Where are we at? So. Um, so so they they hang out and they and they try to find all the tiny little perfect things because they think if they find enough of yeah. them, then they'll they'll end the day. Then they'll end the loop. Yeah, and there's a couple there's a, a couple misdirects and distraction. But so anyway, that he shows her all the cool things that he's found, and she more or less goes along with it. But she doesn't seem that excited, which is once again her character is. She just seems like she's whatever, just content living that day more than he is where he's trying to improve and she's just alive. Like she doesn't really care what happens to people per se. So he tries to impress her because she wants to be not an astronaut, but whatever physicist, something, something. She wants to be an astronaut, but she calls it something else. Yeah. So anyway, he, he has this thing set up in in the school and it's like a Saturday or whatever where he surprises her. They go into the school and there's a big cardboard cutout or a cardboard box thing like it's a it's a makeshift yeah. space station then they go out and the whole gymnasium is made up like it's outer space like it's the moon and you're like oh this is really cute first off there's no fucking way that he had time to get this done and what? he says oh i yeah. i, I, I bribed the art he bribed the art department and i wrote bullshit there's a fucking <laughs> space suit like where did they get this yeah space suit? yeah so Stolen. there's a couple things like and there's a giant moon in the sky i'm like where did they get that like that wasn't homemade so yeah. the backdrop's um, all painted like it's the like it's outer space and there's gym mats with dust on it. It's and even the cardboard walkthrough. It's really cute. It's a good um, scene. I've got I had two notes bullshit. about that. And one was like those two the two characters, they have great chemistry. I oh no, I re- I said the opposite. They do not have chemistry. Oh, I disagree. I thought their chemistry was great. No, and I think he I think he has a lot of attempting and she has a lot of drag, and uh, then you find out later why. No, I think they I had do great not chemistry. think they have good chemistry. I, I do don't not agree on this trope, that. sir. It's not a trope. Uh, but it is so, now. Uh, like, the way that Phil in Groundhog Day uses everything he learns about Rita to try to sleep with her, Mark does the same thing with Margaret, but it loses, like, the sinister because likes, overtones. Because he likes her. Yeah, it's because she's also in the loop. So now it's just sweet and romantic. And that's the whole thing with the gym is, like, he learned all this stuff about her to do, like, a big romantic gesture for her and then does it and, like... That's it. It's not like, hey, I'm learning everything you care about, so I can sneak in. It's like, yeah. well, she, she kind of, she kind of getting to know each other. She falls for it, right? yeah, and she falls for it a little bit. And then like they ride their bike through the school, which is what he said. Like, you know, she was like, "What's the weirdest thing you've done?" He goes, "Ride my bike through school," and she makes fun of him. And then it's that moment, oh, that cute it. moment ends, is because he rides his bike through the through the uh, the space, bursts through it. He says, "We have to return to Earth." Yeah, and then then which they, they show them like she's on the pegs, kind of thing, and they're riding through. And that is a really cute moment. And this slows down and plays a yeah. song, and it ends up they end up back at his house just by themselves, and they drink a beer. And you're like, oh, like this is the moment where I was saying you find out he's a good guy because he, you can see he's just really nervous. Yeah, and even when they kiss later. He doesn't try anything. He's not like no. trying to grope her up. He's like he's like more pushed back. Where you can tell he's he didn't think he'd get this far. Yeah, because he never had before. Um, so I did. Um, 
I did make a note of like I think I think it's prior about why they're watching uh, Time Thieves on a portable DVD player in his room. Uh, Time Bandits, but whatever. Yeah, that was weird. I mean, it was on a laptop. I think. <laughs> okay. Either. One. Um, but which was weird. Um, but um, so I think it was prior to the Moon thing. But like, I love how like introspective they get, and like I think it's kind of like a metaphor for being young and having all those like deep conversations with your friends where like you try to figure out the universe, you know, like, like we did in the car today on the way up to Columbus. I mean, we definitely didn't do that. We like complained about like work and like talked about how we wanted to have like different jobs. You and me shit talked. That's weird. That's so weird that we did that. Um, also like, did you notice all like the montages in this movie were fucking fantastic. Yeah. They all worked so well. They they conveyed everything. Like they were like textbook. The, really that, great that, montages. That end, the ending song was like someone I've never heard before. It's called nineteen ninety nine or nineteen ninety two and I don't know who it's by, but it's fucking I put it on right after the yeah. movie. I was like, God, this is good. Like everything about this movie is is phenomenal. Quality. I do like it. How so but right after they kiss, and I, I, I can't remember what comes up. I think he talks about getting out of the day and she gets real standoffish. And she goes, I can't do this. I just want to be friends. And oh, she, no, no, no. They don't goes, kiss there. He tries to kiss her. In the bedroom? They don't kiss in the okay, bedroom. Okay, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, they don't then, kiss then, in the bedroom. I'm, I'm mixing up yeah, the yeah. kiss later. Um, but, yeah, she, she goes, I just want to be friends. And she says, take it or leave. And all of a sudden, she gets real. Like, she yeah. was sending a bad mixed signals out the, out the wall. Yeah, so, yeah. And being a man who's really been confused about some women over the years. Wait, you? Like, I don't like that shit at all. <laughs> I, like, I, I was just like, no, I wanted to kick in his door and be like, listen, young, young woman, you then, then you stop flirting with him, madam. <laughs> like I wanted to stand up for him. I felt bad because Mark's a way better dude than me. Yeah. I, mean, I can just tell. Yeah. But it is also the kind of thing where like, it's a movie, it's a movie, but also like she is justified at the end. Like we, we, we learn her justifications and yeah, we sympathize. But I, I do, I do like that. He does stand his ground in, and she goes, um, she, he's like, why don't you want to, why don't you want to try and figure this out? Why do you, why are you so yeah. and saying, and she goes, because we have all the time in the world. And he said, no, we don't. We have no this, time. He said, this, uh, time is the stuff you spend when, and don't and can't get, it get back. back. And I was like, that's, that's beautiful. Quote. Such a I love that. Quote. And right then I'm like, no, this movie's, this movie's legit. Yeah. It's great. Um, um, I did make the note and I could make this note in every single movie we watch. People in time loop movies have great memories. This is why I can't be in a time loop. No, he like draws that memory, new map dude. every single day, and right. it, it's fucking great. I would make it into a poster and put it in my living room. Like that's how cool it is. Yeah, about all the special little, the, the, the tiny little, the tiny moments. perfect moments. And it, once again, the tiny, the tiny perfect moments are just various. It's a like, MacGuffin, fun, but it's fun also things. very cool. Like the, like the piano mover who's playing the piano, brilliant. Yeah, he's like sweeping up, and then he sits down and plays the piano. Oh, um, I loved it. So. One switch over, and I'll let you take it right after I'm done with this. Oh. One switch over when he's kind of like heartbroken, and he's like, "She's amazing," but he's like, "All right, I'll," you know, he just kind of like, "I'll give her space," because he like when she says, "Take her leave," it, he goes, "Well, I guess I'll take it," because he's like, "Whatever, what else am I gonna he, do?" Because he has nobody he, else. She's he, the only other person who understands goes, what he's living. He goes back to Henry, and this is another fourth wall moment where he's talking to Henry, and he goes, "I thought this was a story about me. It's a story about Margaret." I'm like, "Yes." This is so fucking good. Okay, because so it's the switchover <laughs> where the protagonist ch changes. Yes, now yes. you get Mar okay, so, Margaret's backstory. So here, I wanted to uh, before we get to that. Okay. Um. So she gets a phone call from somebody named Jared every day every at day at like six o'clock or something, and you assume that he's just trying to. And get you're like, her subway what is for, this? You know, because she's younger. 
Well, she's not. She's too old for Jared from Subway. Oh. Um, but no. So like he's he's he he's asked about it a couple times, and she's brushed him off and got kind of defensive about it, doesn't want to tell him. And and like we have this like we don't know what's going on. We don't know. And this is my note was um, actually prior to to that happening. Um, he tr- he went to the teacher and tried to say like, hey, if I'm in a temporal anomaly, like could this and this, and the teacher's kind of a jerk about it. And I, I was like, well, yeah, what is the it's point a of summer that? school teacher. What is the point of that? Come on, whatever. Um, but um, because probably because he didn't want to talk about time loops. Yeah, like so, me, he doesn't understand. So here was my note. An hour into this movie, I'm waiting for the Jared reveal. I really have no idea what it could be, but I think it's definitely traumatic. Yeah, that's that was my note. Um. So go into who Jared is. They, um, well, yeah, but not yet. Uh, so they like Mark comes up with this theory, like from talking to the teacher and it basically says like, if you're in a temporal anomaly created by a black hole, what you might need to do is remove yourself from it. So if you get far enough away, like cross the international date line, it could on a physical break it. Yeah. Physically, get far enough away. So Mark is like, okay, Margaret, let's do this. Let's get on a plane to Japan tomorrow at 10 a.m. and just go. So they're and in she business says, okay. class. That's yeah. one, something, one thing I want to say is they didn't quite go for first class, just <laughs> business class. <laughs> yeah. So they go to the airport. They go through security. Like She's looking nervous. They get on the plane. He puts on the little the little eye mask and says, when I was a kid, I called would these eye say, muffs. <laughs> yeah. Would you say that they got on the plane to cross... A plane. Oh fuck! I hate you. I'm doing the I'm doing the Rock Dwayne Johnson eyebrow right now. Yeah, and it is are really. Do, are you do a sound effect? Is that what you're doing? It's really are matching with your fanny pack. No, I could do a sound Ooh. effect. Uh, with our fancy new board that I still love. Um, so they're about to cross that. Well, no, no, no. They're on the plane. He puts the the eye the eye, eye shield on the eye muffs on. And he's like talking to her and just kind of dicking around and joking. And then he asks her a question. He doesn't say anything. And he takes it off and she's gone. She's left. And he tries to get out and like follow her. But the, the plane is about to take off. So he can't. Yeah, so she's a bitch. Like right then you're like, oh, she's a bitch. No, I didn't think that at all. I thought she seemed nervous. And I thought like there's something up. And and that was like when, you know, I was questioning the Jared thing before that. And I didn't know, you know. If, um, if someone said to me, though, hey, put on your eye muff so you can sleep, I would just go, oh, okay. I, I wouldn't think that was incorrect, just going back to the eye Yeah, muff yeah, comment. I agree. Um, but then I she, don't know what a lot of things are. I just kind of go <laughs> with whoever tells. Like, anyone that seems in charge, I'll kind of go with them. Yeah, that thing that, that uh, you talk into to record, it's called a talkie tube. I'd still be, I'd be down with it. Yeah. and um, I'd be down with the sickness, too, like Disturb told me. And the thing that you listen through is called a uh, listen hat. You do wear it on your head. Yeah. See, none of these things I have an issue with. No, I know. And that's why I'm telling you because I need you to know it. Um, okay. But so she sends him a text message that says, like, I couldn't go through with it. I'm sorry. Like, you know, whatever. And he's just like, fuck. So he's on the plane. He goes, hits the international dateline, and nothing. Wakes up in his bed. Yeah. It's a bummer. Yeah. So it is a bummer. Uh, but so what I noticed is, like, after the flight, when, like, Mark like starts to engage more in his life, things start to change. He goes to his well, sister's game and just, she wins the soccer game for the first time. Yeah, he's not just... He or no, na- gets a goal, but I don't know now, if she wins. 
now he's not just being polite anymore. He's genuinely enjoying his situation. Like there's another one where he where he sits down to actually talk to his dad about his dad got un, uh, unemployed and he, and he thought he just quit. He thought and, he quit his job. And he to finds write a book. out from his sister and he, and he goes, "How did you know this? You know his little sister. How did you know this?" And she goes, "Because I pay attention to other people, unlike yeah. you." And so, like, he comes out, like, the whole time his mom so he's leaves. he's selfish early, teen. His mom leaves early in the morning, so he runs out to hug her. Like, once again, it's different than his normal. He was always a good guy, but now he's kind of appreciating Now he's caring a little more, being, being a little being, more thoughtful. He's being selfless in that he's doing it because that's what is, not what he should do, it's what's deserved to other yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Um, yes, I agree. So you get a different perspective on even being a nice person and why you do nice things. Yeah, exactly. This movie's fucking deep. It's great. There's so much good stuff in here, and I have another, like, you know, longer thing to say later. Well, it's like, you know what's funny um, is, is the, t- the time loops in general kind of, you know, it's very COVID-esque, but this one does, like, feel like it's a COVID-inspired movie about just finding um, appreciation in things. Um, partially, yes, I agree. Um, about just being so a better person is, because that's what's better for humanity. So overall. after this happens... I'm kidding. <laughs> so after that happens, like he doesn't see Margaret again for however many days, whatever. Until until they he don't breaks see his each arm other. doing the skateboard trick. Exactly. So he he starts doing all this other stuff, and he's like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna try this. I'm gonna do this stuff. I'm gonna go to my sister's game. I'm gonna talk to my dad, try to be a better person. All this." And he breaks his arm skateboarding and ends up at the hospital. And while he's there, he sees her, and that's he follows like where she's going and looks in a room, and she's with Jared, a dying woman. In a bed, and, and Jared. Jared, the doctor, right? Yeah, Jared's the doctor. That's what I thought. Because he says, call me anytime. Yeah. And hands her the, the 859. <laughs> His 859. Now, hang on. Number. Let me pause before you get into this uh, terrible sadness. When he has the cast put on him because he broke his arm, his forearm, skateboarding, he starts drawing on it. Yeah. If you broke your arm, would you start drawing on it yourself, or would you wait and have other people sign it? Because after watching that, I don't think I'd let anyone sign my cast. I would just doodle on it. After, That's my arm. Well, here's the thing. Sir. Being the person, being a person who is not good at drawing. You'd have me do it. I, I wouldn't draw on it, probably. I might, like, dick around, but, like, I don't know. I don't know. That's the worst answer you could have fucking given. I know. That's why I gave it. That's what you It deserved. is what it is, you know? It That's is what, I said. what it fucking That's is. That's what I said. Is what you just um, fucking told me. Basically saying nothing. Okay, so here's my I note. I crawl all over your goddamn cast, <laughs> you sack of shit. Okay, so here's my note, and especially after last week's episode of Happy Death Day to You. Okay. Um, my next note, it's always about dead parents. Yeah, it it's is. It's always about dead parents. So Margaret's mom is dying that day of cancer. So the reason, and this is where we find out, this is when... Mark sees it. He goes back to Henry. He talks to him. That's when we get the reveal of it's a. It's not my story. It's her story. Um, that's, that's yeah. There's yeah. You're right. And there's always got since they didn't die, someone had to fucking die. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and so okay. So here's the thing. Um, I love the revelation. Just like you, I love the revelation about how it was her story all along. And um, <laughs> she doesn't want to leave because she doesn't want to leave her mother. Exactly. Um, and so okay, the. Dictionary of Obscure Sorrows, which is a real thing, God. defines Sonder Are you giving a as fucking shut sad up, wedding speech? Shut up. As the realization that each random passerby is living a life as vivid and complex as your own. 
And that's an idea that I have like lived with for so many years that like I wrote a screenplay about it. I didn't have to look up the definition because I have it Webster's on the title page of my defines script. defines a marriage as friendliness um, with two opposing sexes. Because as we learned on that right, sign today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have that ability. Um, uh, no, so it's an idea that like simultaneously like separates you from and connects you to all of humanity. And in doing so, highlights all of the complex and immense beauty of the human condition. Um and I know I've said it before, uh, but this is the kind of movie that I want to make and the kind of movie that makes me want to tell stories. You want to make a good movie. Uh, no, 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 no. You don't want to make a of, good movie. There's lots of good movies that I don't want to make. I don't want to make Edge of Tomorrow. I don't want to make The Departed, you know. I, there's lots of good movies I don't want to make. But this is, for me, this is the one. This is like that touching, No, I'm just saying this is a good beautiful. movie and you want to make a good movie. I feel like you're just, like, overlooking the point of what I'm saying. No, I'm not. I mean, I already got deep, though. I feel like only one of us gets to get deep in an episode. And I, mean, I, I did it in a, uh, with less words. Here's the, here's the thing, though. I looked at you really hard. You should thinking. know that I'm always going to get deep. <laughs> because I feel things yeah. about Ooh, these oh, movies. Oh, yeah. This you know? Ooh, get deep um, and feel it. So, uh, go on though. No, no. What you said was, was inspiring. Keep going. No. And that is like the, it's, so I wrote this movie, I wrote this screenplay and it's the only feature that I've ever written. And you've read it. it, I finally printed it out the other day, by the way, I get my printer, my printer work. So it's on my kitchen calendar. Oh, nice. A side note. Um, so, and it's, it's, it's definitely less serious than this movie in a lot of ways, I think, but Mm. also Mm. it's. Um, it's centered around the idea of a generation of people that don't have that knowledge within them of, and like, as I was writing and had written it, I stumbled across the dictionary of obscure sorrows. And I saw this thing and I was like, this is incredible. This, this word embodies what my movie is about. You know, is that like selfishness of thinking of everyone thinking that the story is about them when everybody feels that way. And to, like, walk down the street and recognize that as you see these people is just fucking mind-blowing. I'm going to paraphrase when they're in the cafe, because Mark kind of touches on that. And when it, when he talks about all the tiny little moments, he goes, it's funny, you know, living the same day over and over. It's almost like if you could catch all these tiny little moments together, we forget that we're part of a bigger pi- Once again, I'm paraphrasing. We forget that we're part of a bigger picture. And if you could catch all those moments, you would realize, you know, that we're we're all one together and that there's that... We, there can be inspiration and in every and everything. You know, I'm just kind of yeah. once again yeah. feeling around what he was saying, but it was it was it was heartfelt. No, and it's I think it's I think it's and there are even even during trauma, I would say like there is a unison. We're gonna get real fucking worldly right now. <laughs> I'm sorry, fucking in a new new age, but no, there is sometimes you do catch a moment of just okay, everything kind of all the stars align momentarily just for a second. And it's one of those things where you can become selfless and not even yeah. want to keep it. It's just a nice exposure. Yeah. To, to to a happy moment. Just like it, it, the most comparable thing is watching your kids open Christmas presents. Once you get older, you don't want presents anymore. You want to watch your kids open presents because of how fucking excited they are. Yeah. That's that momentary glimpse of everything so fucking perfect. And yeah, awesome. exactly. And you just it's live this in a, wonderful, you live in a selfless, thing of, a, a selfless moment. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the beautiful image of somebody else's happiness that mm-hmm. you gave to them. And that's like yeah, even incredible. If, even if they never know it's from you. It's, exactly. It's okay. Yeah. And that's, that's what's cool about that's, the whole Santa that's thing. That's why I like when, Santa. When you have I've, little I've never kids. been against Santa. Right, same, same. Um, 
Well, there we are. Yeah, and and I'll uh, to to the audience. I will say um, this is going to be a bit of a longer episode. And We've Santa a- isn't real. I thought that's what you were going to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would never tell anybody that. Um, but uh, what? This, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, this is going to be a bit of a longer episode, um, because we're going to talk about Chewbacca, which is the best dog game ever. Uh, I think that is second to my friend, Mark Borison's dog, Bark Morrison. (laughs) Sorry, I had to back up for that. It's incredible. That's the best dog name. That's such a good name. Um, but no, uh, like the, (laughs) it's going to be a little longer because we're going to go, we're, we're going a little deeper on this movie because we did have a lot of thoughts about it and it's a great movie. Um, and And also sometimes you got to get thoughts out your thinkers and it takes a minute to come out your mouth. Um, yeah. And, and the thing about it is like, um, also, we have um, we're gonna we're gonna give you a little update on what we're doing for uh, our next episode. We're not uh, doing that now. We're not okay, there yet. No, no, okay. I was gonna no, say no, like no, the no, next no. Ep- like not imme- for the next the immediate, season. Immediate, okay, yeah, not you. next gotcha. season. Gotcha. Not season two. There's no season me. two announcement yet. We'll save that for a few episodes at least. Oh, um, one thing uh, we would like to to get feedback on, if you don't mind me. I'm sorry. I, I thought I was getting <laughs> feedback. Um, no, no, you're good. No, one thing we would like to get feedback from you on, if you could just post somewhere or whatever we're doing. For Instagram at Keystone Copycats. Thank you. Send us a is, message. Comment. Would you be interested in us playing clips now that we can do that? Oh, yeah. We, we thought that that could be an interesting thing, like have like clips from the movies if it's um, appropriate. Basically, it's it would be like Zach picks a clip he wants to talk about. I pick a clip I would like to talk about. I think that would help kind of get you more involved in what we're yeah. to what we're discussing. Just kind of like on Ooh. how did this get made? They 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 play various clips depending on what they need to for the audience to see. Since you can't see, you can just hear through your earballs. Yes, and then we'll talk about it through our mouth, face, holes, mouth holes. Um, uh, I, you saying that just. Uh, inspired me to uh for what we should use Dance. the clips for i've got a good idea i'm gonna tell you after um i wrote Ooh. it down so we, i won't forget um Perfect. okay so like you said uh mark realizes that it's all margaret's story so then we see margaret's story we see for the very first time her in bed and how she follows through like throughout the day um we're at 56 oh, minutes yeah, i'm gonna fine. tell that's you fine. That's fine. uh that's okay uh it was a secret between me and you yeah i don't like this you fucking uh, i want it on up. i want our listeners to be a part listeners i just want to apologize for uh my co-host trying to keep secrets from you i'm so sorry i can fucking hear you oh my I god oh my god oh my god his headphones work oh my god <laughs> sorry <laughs> we're having fun we don't need here. the truth is we don't need you at all we'd be doing this anyway <laughs> I mean, anyway. for a fact, we have I, not... I laugh like I was a fucking 50-year smoker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as a matter of fact, we have not released a single episode yet, so we are literally doing this for nobody right now. <laughs> well... We'll get there. It's for Ben. It's for each other. We know what's for Ben. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The few people who I've sent episodes to to, to see if it's working. Um, so... Uh, we see for the first time, like, her day, her waking up in bed, and what she had gone through, um, and follow her, which I think is a really... You know what's fucked up? Is, like, she probably does wake up with, with makeup. I didn't even look for it. Yeah, I didn't that, think about that it That probably either. is That's the exact reason. So, um, I, I, now I'm a dummy. Now we're all dummies. Well, I was a dummy. I'm just more of a dummy. Yeah. Go on, though. All of us. Um, so, she goes through the... Menstrual cycle. Menstrual cycle. No. Well, not anymore, though. I Unless mean, she's on it, I mean, technically, oh, that would be that would suck. Um, 
What if you got caught in a time loop on a day that you part again? Now we're in the physical part. What if you got caught in a time loop in a day that you had diarrhea? So you couldn't go do any of that fun stuff? That's literally been COVID for me because I eat whatever <laughs> I want. I've been living that diarrhea train. Oh, man. Sorry, everyone. We need to work on our health, both of us. Well, it's because you made me eat Arby's today. I did not make you eat Arby's. I Fuck might, off. I might have said, hey, there's Arby's. We have to go to it. I you, may have known all the numbers. You and what wrote they were. a fucking soliloquy to Arby's I and your may, love. And you said, I, Arby's, my love. I may you have, own my heart. I may have bitten into the sandwich and said, why doesn't Arby's have a radio station? <laughs> <laughs> that may have happened today. Yes. Uh, so look look for, uh, that's the announcements. Between seasons, we're going to do the Arby's radio station episode. It's just 20 minutes of what it sounds like in the kitchen with the, with the staff. <laughs> Drop another curly. Just fryers and then talk about how they shouldn't be working this hard because they've yeah. already done a seven-hour shift. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. We're having fun. Um, so, yeah. Like, we go through she wakes, her day. You were saying she wakes Yeah, we up. go through her day. We see it from that perspective, which I think is excellent, and it's really well done. I think it's such a good um, twist on seeing that perspective because it's something we we don't see in other movies we see it we see it a little bit in you know what we see it in palm springs too where it goes Correct. to sarah Correct. and we see the That's stuff that I'm she did you, this is the new basis for so for time limit movies. so we've we've come to the conclusion because if that we did if we did a comparison to palm springs this would be a 100 palm springs yes well you know what's funny though is in talking through the movie today i uh i think i checked two more tropes like that I didn't have from the, the initial viewing. Like I checked two more. Oh, gotcha. I thought you meant like you added someone like, well, that's not fair. No, 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 no. I checked, I checked off two that I hadn't checked off initially. Um, yeah. You're about to find, really you're about to find out why I wanted to do trips last. No, that's fine. Uh, I mean, I think I get it, but, um, it's the same thing I did for Palm Springs. I did the same thing. <laughs> it's, I, did, it's, I didn't want to pick, so and but I didn't want to reveal dur- yeah. well, during it because I didn't want to reveal the ending and that's how the give story it switches. Yeah. yeah, no, I get that. Um, okay, um, so... So we're going to do both, right? Yeah, yeah, no, we're not, but we're not there yet. We got a, we got a little more of the movie to go. Um, so we go through her day, and uh, earlier in the movie, there's a scene where they're in uh, like a drugstore, like fucking around, and she draws a four-dimensional cube on yeah. a window and says, like, I thought of this when I was a kid. This is going to be really is... hard to describe, Zach, just so you know. Yeah, 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 which is like a cube inside a larger cube that's connected to the corners or connected to each yeah, other. Yeah, imagine somehow a cube and a cube, but yeah, not, not just like, oh, there's two cubes. It's somehow they're connected to contain everything. Ooh, talk, ooh, she's talking on. about a perfect I have a, mirroring I have a system. great way uh, to, to tell them how to, like... Picture Do, this. Look selfie it up. Selfie in a mirror. No, so. just just look it up. Just look it up. Oh, <laughs> on the internet. He literally I looked you up said at the ceiling. Look up, so I no, did. Just look it up on the internet. Oh my god! Or watch the movie, and you'll get it. Um, I'm fucking getting dumb. So dude. what she does is she um she talks to her mom, her dying mom, who is dying, is dying of cancer, and. The doctor has told her, like, this is it. This is the last day. You're not going to get any more. And when she finds that out, she wishes that the day will never end because she can't bear to live in a world without her mom. And that's, like, the magical inciting incident that we don't know about that triggers this loop. And so she lives it. 
And then she's out one day fucking around with a, a beach ball at a pool and meets this guy, Mark, who is in the loop also. And she didn't realize that, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, you know, there's that. But at this point now she goes and she talks to the mom, much like Tree did in Happy Death Day to You, where she's like, hey, there's a boy, blah, blah, blah. But not what, really. What you what you find, the ending of this is that destiny is the answer. Yeah. So, because you're like, well, how did he, why did he get trapped in there? And the answer is because destiny. Well, and I thought, actually, I thought the way that she put it was really sweet. Uh, but so she, um, she takes the, she does something really interesting, actually. She takes the map like the layout of the town marks off all of the the tiny perfect moments that they found. Is that what it's called? Tiny yeah, perfect she, moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things. she finds the patterns. She finds the patterns, and she go on. That was a cat. The steer got in here. That was wild. Um, so she she takes the the like layout of the town, and she marks off all the tiny perfect moments, and then she takes string that represents 16 hours because that's how long they have she puts a bead at the time the proper time on the string and hangs it from the ceiling and it shows she shines a light through and the shadow shows the drawing of the the, fourth dimensional cube in the the cube and what she sees is there's one missing moment there's one moment left each each ball falls and each the the shadow ball falls in the corner of each one and there's one missing so she goes to that moment she finds what time that would be and she finds out that's when she meets mark at the pool after hours where they first met where they're supposed to kiss Mm -hmm. and that's it that's the last tiny perfect moment and and spoiler they fucking kiss and so they do, and she tells him all the stuff about, like, you know, I, I wanted to, like, I couldn't bear to have, like, live in a world without my mom. Mm-hmm. And so that's why this happened, basically. And she goes through all that. Very earnest. And it's it's beautiful. I thought it was very sweet. Um, And then they go, like, they kiss, and that's it. And that's the last tiny perfect moment. And she they go, and the mom dies. They walk out of the hospital. And it rains finally. Outside. It rains they're always, on them. They're always and waiting on the rain like, it's at, beautiful. At right after midnight. Um, yeah, and it turns midnight and it changes, and and that's one of the interesting things that that like that's one of the first things we hear in the movie is as he's walking out of his bedroom, the TV is saying like rain at midnight and blah 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 like, mm. and that's you know how we had like I know in the the Groundhog Day episode we talked about like is repetitive audio a trope, and it isn't because everything is repetitive, so of course there's repetitive audio. It just goes without saying. You know, it's like saying is a time loop a trope? No, it's the it's the whole idea. Like it, you know. It's too obvious. It's like saying um, it being a movie is a trope. But um, so it finally rains on them and they like, you and, know. And, and once again, just like just like fire, there's actually, a, uh, I don't know, it almost felt kind of biblical at the end. Like there's a purification quality of water, which I kind of felt like it washes away. Yeah, that's, all the a, that's, a, that's a good metaphor for sure. Yeah, washes away all the, mem- the bad memories of the, of the situation. And her mom's yeah. dead, so she needs someone else to hang out with. She does. Oh, and that's that's the thing. She tells she tells him, I think that you were in here with me because the universe knew mm. that I couldn't do this without, alone without, yeah, without exactly. somebody. So once again, going back to the destiny. It's destiny, thing. yes, but like the way that she puts it is really lovely. Um, yeah, just like how like you know when I was fifteen and lost, confused, and was wearing Cole's T-shirts, I found you. Yeah, like, and you wrote destiny. a bunch of dashboard confessional lyrics in a letter and mailed them to the Ohio Secretary of State. I'm just, I just want him to live in my letters. Yeah, breathe. 
deeply from that envelope. Smells like me and him, Jacob, or whatever yeah. the fuck his name was. Uh, That's how deep we are. <laughs> or whatever for, the fuck John Forsa or something. I'll find out when I, I get my LLC. <laughs> I'll find out his fucking name. Yeah, that's right. Um, so um, that's the movie. I thought it was great. I really love this movie. I think everybody should watch it. I have mm-hmm. one question for you. I've got one answer for you. Or, or actually, today. actually, it's like a, it's a, it's a, a hypothetical. Okay. I guess. I love um, them. I want to see the time loop movie that focuses on the aftermath. You know, what happens the next day? How do they live the rest of their lives knowing what happened to them? Do they go insane? This, what does that movie look like? It, no, that, that, that's what I'm saying is the unfortunate side to every happy ending movie is I'm like, it's the, what's, what's that, next? What's that movie with Dustin Hoffman where he's on the bus and he runs off with the, with the bride and then they're just oh. on the bus and then it kind of zooms out because like, what do we do now? That's how I feel about every happy ending ever is you're like, so what are you going to go back to the monotonous of life or the monotony of life? Yeah. I mean, I've never again, seen that. that's because I'm a, a pessimist and that's my fault, but sure. I always think that like, so now what you're just going to fucking ask what you want for dinner for the next 50 years. <laughs> right. They're 17 years old. That's not a happy ending. Yeah. That's at best a happy middle, you know? Yeah. I mean, obviously, they 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 mean a lot to each other, but yeah, like that's that's right. a challenge at seventeen, right? Unless you're Patrick Cost, that's not going to really work. <laughs> oh, Patrick! Oh, he's a good dude. You know, and the thing so of it Sam. is, like Mark Sam's didn't a good have a penis shaped bong, so I don't think he's Patrick Cost. Mm-hmm. I'm just mm-hmm. saying. Um, you know what happened the other day? I would love to know what happened the other day. Out of nowhere, Maggie stuck her fucking dirty finger in my mouth to shut me up. <laughs> and I said, are you out of your mind? You know I fucking hate that shit. That's why and she, she goes, did it. I've never heard you bring that up. I said, if you ever listen to the fucking podcast, you would. And she goes, what's it played on? I said, oh, we haven't released them. But <laughs> <laughs> like, it was such a moment where I had to completely deflate from all my anger because oh, I was like, oh, wait, that's, that's right. right. You don't, like, there's no way that you would have You done. don't listen to the podcast that me and Zach record. But yeah, man, that's what I'm saying. When you're like, who does that i'm like people <laughs> put their oh fucking dirty fingers in my mouth you live a charmed existence my oh, friend god i hate it <laughs> oh man all right do you want to get into tropes yeah they're starting to play music so i think yeah. we need to yeah yeah I, I think that's just hustle, i think hustle. that's just like a couple doors over down. a pa it's like three that's doors not down them playing but it's just no, like it's they're the, listening to music oh i thought they were playing three doors unless down. that's like far now off. you get to guess if it's the band or if it's physically three doors down from us. It is like new metal. Oof. That's rough. Okay. Um, all right. Trope number one, journey from cynical to sincere. What say you? No for both. No for both. Trope two, another character helps them see a different perspective. Yes for both. Yes for both. Trope three, second day uncertainty. No for both. No for both. Uh, trope four, isolation. Yes and yes! no. Yes and no. <laughs> yes and no. Well, here's the thing, though. I think they both feel isolation because the isolation see. is from each other. After they split, the isolation is from each other because they're the only person that, remember, that can understand each other. We've gotten into about isolation versus loneliness. Yeah, yeah, but I, but he's so isolation he's, is that he feels that way because he goes without anyone. And when you meet, he's when, but he's isolated. We don't ever see hers. No, we do because it's after. They stop talking. It's not isolation. That's loneliness. I don't think so because she's alone. She's, we we she I can't remember which nobody. one it was, but we've got no. It was uh, Palm Springs. We got in this discussion. Either way, that's okay. Either way, I say yes to both. Okay. Um, trope number five attempts to explain the situation to an outsider. Yes and no. I say yes for him, no for her. Yeah, we don't see enough of her mm-hmm. alone to know. So not yeah. in the movie. Okay, 
uh, trope six. Once you know what the only the, the the closest thing would be with Henry for her, but she doesn't really yeah. explain it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You know, that's true. She kind of does, but not. I, but I, not one hundred percent. Yeah, um, she once, talks more like a hypothetical. Yeah, once they realize what they can do, they take advantage. Uh, no, I would I still say yes. That. Really? Yeah. Do you think he does? Yeah. How? Uh, trying to get the girl oh, of the of of uh, Phoebe. Phoebe. You know what? You know what? I'm gonna flip mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. That's you're how right. I had it. Um, you're right. Uh, trope seven tries multiple ways to get to the next day. Uh, yes for him, no for her. I said, yeah, yeah, because she very much doesn't want to get to the next day. Mm. I said yes um, because he tries two ways to get to the next day, and that's it. But he tries two ways. Um, mm. So, uh, number eight, giving up selfish ways to break the cycle. Him, no, her, yes. Um, He doesn't give up his selfish you're right, ways, but, he, but she does. He gives up his selfish ways in as much as he's better to his sister and his dad and becomes a more that's thoughtful, not what caring person. It's about what breaks you're right, it. And you're what right, breaks but it's it not hers. to break the cycle. You're right. Yes to her, no to him. I, I'm interested in this because we're doing doubles, so let's add these. Oh, I didn't do them double. Aww. I just counted them. If one got it, it got it for me. Oh, <laughs> that's that's what I did. Um, hang on, let me do some math here. I know this is everybody's favorite part of the show, where we do math, or where I do math, and seemingly can't talk while I do it. I'm gonna fill you in with uh, a little <laughs> thing that happened to me the other day. Okay, what's your so how many? I'm how do, many did you oh, have? I have uh, six yeses, two nos. So um, so hang on, I'm gonna tell you. Okay. Uh, because I had the same thing. Yep. The map of tiny perfect things is seventy five percent Groundhog Day. That's the highest we've had. That's very high. That's good. Can That's I still tell high. about my my uh, front door mat story? Yeah, tell me about your front door mat story. So I was at this house that was uh, it was it was it cost too much money. It was a really nice house, but I don't like having to work on on big like million dollar homes. And I got to the front door. Who does? And there was a doormat, and I had to go in the side door, and there's another doormat. And the first doormat said Whacker. It was their their name. And then the side doormat was a rooster. So it was Cockwhacker. <laughs> and I wanted to call this guy Cockwhacker because he was a fucking Cockwhacker the entire time. And I just wondered, because he had roosters all in his house, I'm like, did he do this intentionally? <laughs> or does he not know that at some point I could just bury him with that whole thing and he'd be like oh no my name's cockwhacker i think his wife did it because she doesn't <laughs> like him no she had leopard print everything and he had roosters in the basement oh it was boy. very confusing nice house uh, yeah sure <laughs> yeah. oh man what a good movie I, I i really recommend people watch this it's on amazon prime it's brand new yeah like even by the time this comes out it'll be like three months old you know oh no this is worth watching and I'll say this was, I mean, this was up this up there. Oh, so... Uh, so we're going to do a little something different. We're going to do a couple somethings different, but let's do the one first. We, uh, I asked you to rank the movies in order of... Uh, we're doing worst to best. We're doing wor yeah, worst to best. Worst to first. You're going to you're gonna get so pissy here. Let me tell second. you something. Let me tell you something, okay? Yeah. I excluded Groundhog Day. Oh, okay. I That's didn't find because that was 10. <laughs> I thought it might be for you. It's one for me. I still um, wanted you. All right. Yeah. Uh, so, number nine. Source code. Oh. Now, here's I had the, 50 first dates. Yeah. 
It's so bad. Yeah, Source Code is not a bad movie. I just, it, it, the, for me, this is personal opinion. Like, if, yeah. about rewatchability for I me. I will never watch Fifty First States again after this. I would watch it as references to something. Source Code, I find it to be bland enough. I, watch, like whatever. I, w- I would watch Source Code again. I really enjoyed it. Um, okay. okay, number nine for, or number nine for me was Fifty First Dates. Number yeah. eight for me, Before I Fall. Mine's Fifty First Dates. Sure. Um, before I Fall, again. I would not. I would not watch again. I would watch it again before I, Fifty First Dates. I'm, I might only because there's a couple comical aspects, and there's still questions I have. I might watch it with, with you. I, yeah, I, 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 I feel like I would reference it, and they'd be like, "Why?" And I would get sucked into having to watch it with yeah, them. Yeah, you'd be like, "You'd be like Cupid Day," and they'd be like, "What?" And you'd be like, oh, "Let's put." We got to watch movie. this movie, and then she'd be like, "Oh." That didn't explain so anything, yeah, and not, you're like, "I know." Yeah, like, uh-huh. I'm not gonna rent it. I'm like, "Well, let's rent it at my place." <laughs> Like, I'm the drunk girl in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> seven for me was Source Code. Okay, seven for me um, is Time Crime. Whoa, yeah. really? Time, time Crime only because I fucking hate um, that guy. What, what's his name? Hector? Tra- Hector. Oh, I fucking hate Hector. Wow. It's not that it's a bad movie. I just couldn't. I don't think I could get through watching him. <laughs> now, that's another one that I would be like, someone, you got to watch this movie, and I would have to, but I just, Hector's such a piece of shit at the end. It was great. Halfway through, I loved that movie, and then I was like, I'm done. <laughs> Especially after we talked about it twice. Mm-hmm. That was a lot. Um, so um, Six? My number six is Time Crimes. Uh, mine's Before I Fall. I feel like cool. I would watch that again before the other So ones. we have, like, the same bottom couple, but mm-hmm. they're just slightly different order. That's cool. I like that. Uh, five, Edge of Tomorrow. Happy Death Day. The first, Ooh, the first one. Wow. The first Happy Death Day because, once again, I feel like with Happy Death Day 2 ranking higher that it's one of those, like, yeah, you could watch the second one first. It's cool. Yeah. Especially because she basically explains the first movie in it. Mm-hmm. You, don't, you wouldn't get it right away. You wouldn't get some of the fun, like, callback reference stuff, but, like, it still works. It's yeah. a great movie. Um, um, yeah, mine was Edge of Tomorrow, which... I think is a very good, very fun movie. I've seen it three or four times. I saw it in the theater. Yep. I've I've told a lot of people that they should watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, my number four is Happy Death Day. Mine is Edge of Tomorrow because now, ah, now that you nice. have, now you have to pay for a lot of Pornhub. Um, I'm left with my dick in my hand, and you know sometimes you just got to get that Bill Paxson on there to really talk oh, you off. God, <laughs> <laughs> this so he ranks a little bit higher. <laughs> he is so dirty in that movie, man. He's oh, like man. he might as well like be like just do that Top Gun thing. Like I want, I want some butts. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he is. I don't understand how you don't think Bill Paxson is just a fucking. S- oozing sexuality <laughs> like something happened the other day and we were going to pick movies and like one of my pitches to you was literally just bill paxton's in it and i gotta see him like it's just like he's like he's like that uncle that you're just well, i shouldn't say uncle. i don't that, know what's happening God, that was here. deep in my psyche that's <laughs> fucking weird i shouldn't have said that but no he's just like that guy where you're like i don't want him to touch me but i can't stop looking at him like he's such a you. creep <laughs> Oh, that's God, good stuff. Uh, we should watch Twister. E- sure. Just for fun, the two of us. Uh, all right, where are we? Number three. Number three. Three. Happy Death Day to Happy you. Happy Death Day to you. That's, yeah, we, Loved that's it. it. I hope we so have that the means same. Our, yeah, that means two. our ending is the I same. I hope they're the same, though. It's a, the ending's the same. I promise it is. Map of Tiny Perfect Things oh, number two. Oh, fuck you. No, no. This actually outranked Palm Springs. You know what? I did watch Palm Springs three times, so. Hang on, hang on. I'm going to say something to you right now. Okay. While we were talking, yeah. I switched Palm did, Springs did you switch and it? Map of Tiny Perfect Things. You know what's funny? You know what? Fuck it. I'm switching them back. Same one and two. 
I was about to say maybe I would switch it because you know me, I get really encharmed with new movies and feel yeah. just like how I said Dark Knight Rises is better because I was really excited about it. And then I was like, no, I mean, no Dark, Dark Knight's Knight still is better. better. Uh, but I just get really excited about new movies. Yeah, and we're in Dark Knight Rises. We're movie stars. Um, We get blowed up. But yeah, no. So yeah, like so the reason what's funny though is same thing. I, I looked at it and I was like, Last night I you know, put you know, or you, you know the other what? night I put Map of Tiny Perfect Things first, but maybe it's because it was so recent. You, you I don't know, think you, so. You I think know, I really you know just why? Loved it's it. a better movie. It's a better movie overall. It has more sustenance more depth. to it. Yeah. yeah, I think overall, if you're gonna pick, like Matt, I mean, don't get me wrong, Palm Springs is very comical, but it 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 does it does. It, um, Both of these movies are movies that I will watch impa- again. It's multiple not impactful times in enough. You know what I mean? It's not like I, w- I would never say "Sun Watch Palm Springs." It's going to tell you a, 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 a dedicated story about it's not about gonna, destiny falling in love. Yeah, uh, but where map where map has funny things that it's it's a coming it's of cute. age story. You know, it's it has a lot of it's more it's more depth. variety to it. it. Has a lot of depth and it has a lot of facets to yeah. it. It's pronounced faucets. I'm so sorry, Fossey. He's he's in charge of COVID or something. Bob Fosse? Bob Fosse. The dancer? Um, yeah, he dances. Well, there you go. I'm sure if you give him a couple of drinks, he'll <laughs> dance. Um, all right, so let's have a little talk about the what we're going to do. The birds and the bees between... and the flowers and the bees. Buzz. You said bees twice. You right? Yeah, the, yeah, there's a lot of them. No, I think buzz, buzz. No, any. <laughs> you busy <Jesus>. bee. <laughs> um, let's talk about what we're going to do between seasons. Uh, what do you think? Do you want to do that? I think we're going to talk to some friends. We are going to talk to some friends. Um, so what we're going to do, and so. Call in if you don't want us to. <laughs> yeah, call, in, call me right now. If I get a phone call right now, I'll put it through the board, and you can tell me. However, it's the people that we're going to have on, then we're going to continue. Then Yeah, then we'll just do the episode <laughs> that we were planning to do, even though we haven't watched the movies yet. Get um, to it. So uh, when, I, when I came up with the idea for this show, part of it, like an ancillary thought, was this type of movie that Hollywood has an idea and then multiple movies about the same thing come out. Snow White and the Huntsman and uh, what's the other one called? Dante's Peak and then Volcano. And Volcano, Volcano. yeah. Those are are two good ones. Uh, Olympus Has Fallen, White House Down. Like it's the same movie, but two different studios make them. So what we're going to do between seasons. Ants and Bugs Life kind of thing. Ants and a Bugs Life, yes, absolutely. Uh, So what we're going to do between seasons is we'll do a couple episodes talking about a pair of each of those movies. And we'll decide which one wins, which is the better movie. So I think the first one we're going to do is Armageddon and Deep Impact. I, I, it, I, I'm going to be so excited. I've not seen Deep Impact, but I love Armageddon. I love Deep Impact. Such, it's, it's so starstruck. It is, yeah. I think it's very... And, and loaded. And I, I think I watched it, like, I don't know, six or seven years ago was the last time I watched Armageddon. It's a lot of 90s. I think 90s it's actors. very stylized visually. I think you're going to look at it and be like, whoa. Plus this there's is. that filthy scene with Ben Affleck and Liv Tyler where, with the, the animal crackers that you're like, is this R? So, there's no nudity, but you're like, is this R somehow? It's too horny. It uh, is. Playing around in her belly So button. what if I came in... It, while her dad's serenading her? Like, it's so weird. So, yeah, what if I came in having just watched that Aerosmith music video and that was it instead of watching <laughs> yeah, Armageddon? That's okay. The other, would that the, count, too? Yeah. The other part of this is, yes, we would like to have... We're going to uh, have guests for these episodes. Yeah, like a, a guest per... Yeah. Yeah. Just do a couple. So, yeah, so we're going to do, for this, between seasons, we're going to do three episodes. We're going to have two guests and do one. We're going to fly solo on one. 
Um, and then in that last episode, we're going to let you know what season two is going to be. We're really excited about it. We've already we've already picked out almost that, all of our movies. That's a down the order. I'm fucking stoked about the second <laughs> season. We're very excited. Um, so another thing that I wanted to do at the end, and this is something that I uh, forgot to mention to you to prep you for. Um, but Me I think or them? You specifically. Mm. Um, but I think uh, what I want to do at the end of each season is determined based on the movies that we did. Does the main movie belong as a Keystone movie? How, does Did it have the influence? Is it pervasive enough through the culture that we should say, yes, it is a Keystone movie? So is Groundhog Day a Keystone movie based on what we've done? And we can have I, I, a little I'd back have, and forth I'd have to on it. look at the math. Well, I, and I thought that too, I still like say by the yeah. percentages. I still say yeah because it I stands think, alone because it's the first, uh, I, it's not the first time loop, but you know, it's the first big it's, time it's loop It's the one that, it's the one and, that anytime but, someone but, says a time loop, even, they say it's so, Groundhog Day. So our top one still references Groundhog Day. So yes, yep. I, I, I mean, real fast. Yes, yes. I Groundhog so Day's too. in there. I think so too. It's a keystone. It's too important. So Groundhog Day is our first movie. It's like, it's our like first so, keystone. And I, just another Bill Murray, but it's, it's like Back to the Future or I'm sorry, Ghostbusters or Back to the Future. You're just like, yes, of course. Yeah. Like th- this is the, the, the stationary one that everything else is built off. Yeah, exactly. So like, of. Yeah. So if we were going to do straight up time travel movies, we would do Back to the Future. We would probably do Back to the Future because it has so much influence. I did. Um, that, I literally just threw that out there, and now I'm realizing shit. That's a that's a good one. What's funny though is I I almost feel like, and we had this conversation recently. Um, I don't remember if it was on the show or just in general, but like we had a conversation about Back to the Future one versus two. Mm-hmm. I think two is more of a keystone. I think one is a better movie. I like two more, but I think it's more of a keystone because it plays with all those tropes of like you're time traveling and you have to go back to an event that you were already at and avoid yourself. There's so many cool things I, that I you see, see in later I see, movies. I see what you're getting at, but I would do one and then just watch two and three and then compare them to the first. <laughs> <laughs> I see your point. There's more to I, it. I just think it's interesting. I, I, I don't yeah, expect I don't to do another time travel season. Maybe necessarily ever, but like at least not for a long time. I just don't, you know. Yeah, I don't. I don't find it, if you're doing. Tr- I could see you doing trilogies. Um, that, and that's tough. That's I don't. I, yeah, that's I know. I'm, I'm not saying we should. I'm saying I don't agree with just taking one out of the series unless it's something. No, no, I just don't agree with it. I think I was gonna say unless it's something longer, like like Harry Potter. But like, no, I wouldn't agree to that either. No, say the first no. I don't concur, sir. But I think we would be. I think it would be very difficult it, to find a, another movie that followed tropes. So from what Harry you just Potter, found out you know? is that we're not doing Back to the Future. No, we're not. Um, maybe one day after we or have Harry a longer Potter. conversation about it, but who knows? But if we were doing Back to the Future too, I would definitely say that uh, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban should be a movie that we would do for it. I think. Yeah, I mean, yes, that's correct. Right? <laughs> I think that you and I should get nerf bats and just when we when we just exhausted each other, we just beat each other like the marital bats, like you know, and the Simpsons, like fuck it, let's sure. just beat each other, and whoever wins, that's you just won. Doesn't have to be with logic. So it's I just do, brute strength of a nerf bat. I do want to. I do want swords. to apologize to everybody who was expecting us to have cheese and crackers and pepperoni on this episode. Because in the last episode, you said, hey, let's have cheese and crackers and pepperoni on the next episode. We failed. We failed. Well, what's funny, though, is I brought you a homemade pizza last night when we were recording, and we didn't get to finish the episode. So we would have had cheese, but not crackers. and not. Well, but bread. That counts. 
That counts, sir. And I guess oil's fat-based like pepperoni. So I guess we kind of... Pepperoni is not fat-based. What? No, you feed a pig a bunch of fat. It's fat Like other pigs? Like fat pigs? Yeah, you just take them to Arby's. They got all the meats. (laughs) They do have all the meats. We saw a very interesting poster. Um, Okay. Well, you know, I feel like... uh, we're wrapping up here. We did all the stuff we need to do. Look we really, out next we week. We really serviced you. We serviced you. So look out next week for um, the first in our parallel movie in between seasons uh, run. That'll be Armageddon and Deep Impact. I forget who we were wanted to have for that guest. You don't it's going to be a surprise. It. It's going to be yeah. a surprise to us. Yeah, because I don't remember. Haven't, I haven't, haven't talked to them yet. I haven't talked one, to the people. It'll so. be one or the other, and if either says no, then it'll be a new person. Yeah, we'll find somebody. It's okay. Um. So it'll be me in a wig, even though I don't need the wig for the radio. No, show. but you have multiple wigs, so you need to like make use of them. I'm wigging um, out. Right, that's true. Um, thank you, everybody. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank you for listening. This has been a really great season. We've had a lot of fun doing this, and um, I really hope that we've like gotten better <laughs> as it has gone on. Um, yeah. What do you think? You think we got better? I think that chocolate and vanilla together should be called a zebra cone. That sounds delicious. Um, Let's go get some now. Thank you, everyone. Sir. Thank Sincerely, you. Um, thank you. Yeah. Uh, listen to uh, Sinclarity Dinosaur's Tale. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a great podcast. Go follow us on Instagram at Keystone Copycats. Um, subscribe to our show. Tell your friends. We love you. Um, we and, love you, and uh, we'll wink at you sometime if we see you out. Yeah, and uh, until next week. See you later. If you need any services. See you serviced. <laughs> <laughs>